Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Strong food from the scriptures. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding as we go through the strong food found in the scriptures study here. And we ask that in the name of his son, our Savior, the shepherd, Yahusha, as is spoken in the Hebrew. Remember, we use the scriptures 1998 translation um, so that we don't have pagan words in our um, words as we're talking because uh, most English translations have pagan words and I would say all translations other than this one um, that I have found I'm sure there's some out there that doesn't use the pagan words that are full in all English translations that I know of but this English translation has Removed all pagan words. Wonderful. So that's why I use it. Follow along the scriptures, 1998 translation. Turn to Ibram, which is Hebrew. Hebrews, for those that don't know. But you should know because we've been doing this for a long time. This is, uh, we've done over 20 um, studies in Strong Food from the Scriptures. And so I shouldn't have to tell you that Ibram is Hebrews. Ibram chapter 5, verse 14, our um, study verse that we have for this particular study that we do, Strong Food from Scriptures. But solid food is for the mature whose senses have been trained by practice to discern both good and useless. That's correct. The strong food that you learn in Scripture as you grow in maturity, spiritual maturity, is what we need to know what is good for the kingdom and what is useless to the kingdom anything that you do in the flesh is useless to the kingdom nothing to do with the almighty the savior or anything so don't be fooled into thinking that any works that you do in the flesh is has to do with spiritual works because it's not and so as you go spiritually and you follow the Messiah who showed us what true spiritual works are not nonsense flesh works that most Christians do you will find what real 
works are, real spiritual works. Don't be fooled. All of those flesh works that you do, all the nonsense that the flesh does, if the spirit isn't the one doing it, and by the way, if an atheist can do it, it's a flesh work. So think about it. So, any flesh work that you do, that you continue to do, that you are doing, when the Messiah returns, it will be burnt up. No good for you. You will receive no rewards. You will receive no spiritual clothing. You will be naked as a jaybird in eternity. I don't want to be found naked as a jaybird in eternity. Do you? Let's read, we're up to um, Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4, and as you know, um, we're going through the book of Acts to find out exactly what happened uh, from the beginning. Acts 1, Acts 2, Acts 3, we've already looked at that. And um, Acts 1, of course, was what went on <clears throat> before before the um, disciples receive the spirit that was so what's written in Acts 1 other than when the Savior was there and he was talking we know that is not but after he left everything else that's written in Acts 1 is human flesh nothing whatsoever to do with the spirit they just came up with their own ideas did their own thing because the spirit wasn't with them and so it shows us that and so it shows us how Christians act when they're not following the spirit and in this case they were you know waiting and they were you know, bored, and they didn't know what to do, and so they figured out that they would do whatever they, you know, whatever they came up with, which we know Acts 1 is flesh stuff. Acts 2, now then they received the Spirit. And what happened on Acts 2 is it shows you what really goes on when the Spirit is leading you. And, of course, um, Kepha explained to the devout Jews about the good news and 3,000 of them accepted the good news and accepted the Messiah, um, Yahusha, and joined Christianity. But a lot of them did not. And we found out in Acts 3, there's 5,000 that uh, that are still uh, listening, we see that Kepha is um, is with uh, Johanan is hanging out in Jerusalem. He they're going to the temple. They do miracles and they tell the good news to those that didn't accept it when they were told on the day of Pentecost. Now. Let's read Acts 4. And as they were speaking to the people, the priest and the captain of the set-apart place and the Sadducees came upon them, 
being annoyed because they taught the people and announced the resurrection from the dead in Yahusha. And they arrested them and put them in jail until the next day, for it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the word believed, and the number of the men became about 5,000. And it came to be on the next day that their rulers and elders, scribes, assembled in Jerusalem, as well as Hanan the high priest, and Quapha, and Johanan, and Alexander, and as many as were of high priestly descent. And having placed them in the middle, they asked, By what power or in what name? Did you do this? Then Kepha, filled with the Setapot spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if today we are called to account for a good deed toward a sick man by whom he has been healed, let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that in the name of Yahusha Messiah of Nazareth, whom you impaled, whom Elohim raised from the dead, by him this one stands before you healthy. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. And there is no deliverance in anyone else, for there is no other name under the heaven given among men by which we need to be saved. And seeing the boldness of Kepha and Johanan, and perceiving that they were unlearned and ordinary men, they marveled, and they recognized that they had been with Yahusha. And seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could not contradict it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of the council, they consulted with one another, saying, What shall we do? to these men, for indeed that an outstanding miracle has been done through them is apparent to all those dwelling in Jerusalem, and we are unable to deny it. But in order that it spreads no further among the people, let us strongly threaten them to speak no more to anyone in this name. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor to teach in the name of Yahusha. But Kepha and Johanan answering them said, Whether it is right in the sight of Elohim to listen to you more than to Elohim, you judge. For it is impossible for us not to speak of what we saw and heard. And having threatened them further, they released them, finding no way of punishing them because of the people, because they were all praising Elohim for what had been done. For the man was over forty years old, on whom this miracle of healing had been done. And having been released, they went to their own people, and reported all that the chief priests and elders said to them. And having heard that, they lifted up their voice to Elohim with one mind, and said, Yahuwah, you are Elohim. You made the heaven and the earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David have said, Why did the Gentiles rage and the people plot in vain? 
the sovereigns of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against Yahuwah and against his Messiah. For truly in this city there were gathered together against your set-apart servant Yahusha, whom you anointed both Herodias and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel to do whatever your hand and your purpose decided before to be done. And now, Yahuwah, look on their threats and give to your servants all boldness to speak your words by stretching out your hand for healing and signs and wonders to take place through the name of your set-apart servant, Yahusha. And when they had prayed, the place where they came together was shaken, and they were all filled with the set-apart spirit, and they spoke the word of Elohim with boldness. And the group of those who believed were one of one heart and one being, and no one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they had all in common. And with great power the emissaries give witness to the resurrection of the Master Yahusha, and great favor was upon them all. For there was not anyone needy among them, for all who were possessors of land or houses sold them and brought the prices of what was sold and laid them at the feet of the emissaries and they distributed to each as anyone had need. And Yosef, who was also called Banaba by the emissaries, which means son of encouragement, a Levite, a native of Cyprus, having land, sold it, and brought the proceeds, and, land it, and laid it at the feet of the emissaries, or the apostles. Now we see here in Acts chapter 5, I mean Acts chapter 4, that the religious leaders were annoyed. Yep, they were certainly annoyed. The one thing that you got to understand about these religious leaders in this particular place, this was the temple, this was the Sadducees, was this group did not believe in the resurrection from the dead at all. And so, of course, they were annoyed at um, Kepha and Yohanan for saying that Yahusha rose from the dead <laughs> because they didn't believe in that. And so in the temple, they, you know, you weren't allowed to talk about raising from the dead. They didn't believe in that uh, part of um, the um, doctrine that actually the Pharisees did believe. Hey, welcome. And Kepha and Yohanan had gone into the temple to pray. Remember that. We saw that in Acts uh, 3. Um, and... And so the Sadducees and the priest didn't want um, Kepha or Yohanan talking about Yahusha or healing or doing any of that stuff in the temple with the people. It is interesting that after in chapter 3 that they spoke and told the good news and these were the same ones that had heard on Pentecost Day and did not accept or believe in the Messiah. That it says here in Acts chapter 4 that 5,000 of them believed when they heard what Kepha had said. And 
and they had accepted and finally believed in Kepha. But you notice an interesting thing here, isn't it? That in um, Acts uh, 2, the 3,000, it says be baptized in the name of the Messiah, Yahusha. But here, this 5,000, it doesn't say anything about number one, repenting, or number two, baptizing. I find that interesting. Now, the religious leaders knew there had been a miracle. And they asked Kiefer and Johanan about it, meaning, who do you think you are? Why are you coming in here? And of course, we know that Kiefer and Johanan were just regular fishermen, you know, um, not um, learned or educated in any way, shape, or form, yet they were speaking with um, words that the uneducated usually don't speak. <laughs> That's because the Spirit was speaking through them. And ask Kiefer and Johanan about it, they told them the good news. That's right. So when the Sadducees and them and the priests and all of them asked Kiefer what was going on, they told them about the good news and that because of Yahusha, the miracle had been done. And the next thing that they said is important for everyone to understand, those with ears to hear, um, it says, they said there is only one name which can deliver you, and that name is Yahusha. There's only one name, and that's the name. The religious leaders told Kiefer and Yohanan not to speak or teach in the name of Yahusha. Kiefer said, we will speak as Elohim tells us to do. Would you want us to do anything else, in other words? Then the group of believers lift up their voices to Elohim with one mind and say a prayer. So Kiefer and Yohanan are let go. There's nothing that the Sadducees and priests and them can do because they didn't do anything wrong. So they return to, um, to the group of believers. And they. I find it interesting. It says, then the group of believers lift up their voice to Elohim with one mind and say a prayer. They all said this together. That's because they all had the Spirit. It's an interesting thing. Imagine having 8,000 plus people all saying one prayer at the same time. That is amazing. So, so what did they do? They praised Elohim. They asked Elohim to speak the words in boldness that he wanted them to speak. And understand, they they prayed and asked Elohim. So anytime that anybody tells you that you're supposed to pray or ask or talk to anyone else other than Elohim, they're going against what Scripture says. So understand, it's the Almighty that we are to pray to and no one else. And guess what? Their prayer was answered. Now, then it goes into an interesting thing, which is the group made sure they were that everybody in the group, you've got 8,000 people here. They made sure everybody in the group was taken care of and were not in need, which means that 
some of these people had some wealth, they had land, they had stuff that they possessed, and and obviously, out of 8,000 people, a lot of them didn't have a lot. Um, and, and so because they loved their brethren, they didn't care about their land or their possession. They wanted to make sure that everyone was taken care of in the flesh, and that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what you should do. And if only the churches would do that today, you, what, what I find offensive and very sick and sad in churches today is that the priests and pastors and reverends and whoever you call yourself, they go around driving their Cadillacs and they got people that are in their churches, that have been going to their churches for years that are poor, poor, poor. They don't have jobs. They don't, they have, they're having hard luck. Things not going well for them. And the pastor comes driving up in his Cadillac. Look at me. You see, those pastors, those elders, those people in that church, that if, you know, everybody in that church has been together for years, and some of them are, you know, working hard, but they're not making it, they don't have a lot of money, and they're having a hard time, guess what they should be doing? If you're following the Spirit, they should be uh, distributing the wealth. Yeah, get rid of your Cadillac, get into a regular car, and help those that are in need in your church. Now, this does not mean to go and give money to people who are bums living on the street. Not talking about that. I'm talking about those within your community of your group, your fellowship, your church, especially those that you've known for a long time. See, this is the love of the brethren, to make sure that everybody is taken care of. It's a rare thing, but sometimes this occurs in fellowships um, today. And, and then the last thing we saw here in Acts chapter 4 is we were introduced to Barnabas or Barnaba, which of course is, is the one that was going to be bringing the Apostle Paul to the Apostles and going to be going out with the Apostle Paul um, to do the works of the kingdom. And it, you know, so this is our introduction to Barnaba, and they call him the son of encouragement. His actual name was Yosef, but they, um, they gave him a nickname, son of encouragement. And we'll pick up Acts chapter 4 next time on strong food from the scriptures um, as we go through it here on TalkShoe.com. And welcome everybody on Pal Talk. I am live on Pal Talk. Um, let's go to our verse and end our study. Ibram chapter 5 verse 14. But solid food is for the mature whose senses have been trained by practice to discern both good and useless. That's right, good and useless. So, do you know what's good for the kingdom? Or are you just doing useless things for the kingdom?
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.